Hello, and welcome to Crafty Hands Club Magazine Podcast. I'm your host, Carice Jefferson. This podcast is for crafters of all ages and walks of life who love connecting with other crafters, making crafts a lifestyle, or ready to turn their crafts into a profitable side business. Tune in weekly for honest conversations and interviews about industry news, trends, lifestyle, and business. Hello, listeners. Thank you for tuning into this week's podcast episode. I am excited to uh, bring on today's guest. Before reaching out to ask if she would be interested, I looked at her Instagram feed, and what caught the attention were these vintage style dresses. I said, oh, wow, she gets fabric of uh, different characters and so forth. But then I looked again as she transforms bedspreads into beautiful vintage style dresses. She is a Latina content creator and she also is a seamstress. And she's been sewing for nine years. She got some skills there (laughs) underneath her belt. As I mentioned, she likes to transform old bed sheets into pretty colorful dresses. Ladies and gentlemen, today's guest is Jackie Rodriguez. Hello, Jackie. So happy to have you on. Tell listeners about about yourself, like what got you started into sewing and why did you choose the niche that you're doing? Actually, I've been sewing for a really long time. I was sewing since I was a little girl. I started off making pillows, but I didn't really actually like start formally learning how to sew until about a little over nine years ago, almost 10 now. I was just curious about it. I was just curious about clothes making. Um, I saw some um, beautiful things style garments some ladies were wearing and um, I started looking at patterns. I said I, I'm going to try my hand at that and with uh, many many years of practice here we are. <laughs> yeah that's cool. So what was like your very first dress that you made because transforming from making pillows to getting into dresses is different. You know you're dealing with more material and it takes more technique. So what was your experience with with the very first dress that you made? And what was the very first dress that you made? I've made so many, to be honest. I really, I, I wish I could tell you, I don't remember the specific pattern, but I could tell you the experience. I remember starting the dress, cutting out everything. What I thought was doing, my first mistake was I didn't read directions. So I thought I was doing everything correctly and I didn't end up finishing it. It just ended up staying pinned and cut. So then my second attempt, I made a, like a little sun top style blouse. It's a 1950s style. That ended up being a little bit more successful, but there was still a lot of information that I needed to know. And I'm a very curious person. So the, the you know, like Alice in Wonderland, you know, curious and curiouser, I continued on that journey until I educated myself to learn more. That's a good lesson, though. You know, you realized, okay, I have to read the pattern here. I can't just fly by the seat of my pants. 
What were some ways that you educated yourself to get to where you are today? YouTube was a really, really great resource for me. Also, another great resource was, I don't know if they're still the same name or if they changed back, but it was also called Crafty. I think it's crafty.com, not Crafty Hands. Crafty, and then it got changed to Blueprint, and I think it got rebought back. But that website had some really, really great classes now that are very popular. Well, they actually started that off first. They started that whole thing. And I still take seminars, especially now that I do a little bit more embroidery. I'll still take seminars through the site. It's, it's been a tremendous resource. I learned a lot. It taught me a lot. And then YouTube, like I said, I learned a lot from YouTube. I'm a visual learner, so that's why it was such a great site for me. Yes, I am familiar with Crafty, and it did become Blueprint. I didn't know that it had got bought back. And I believe it was through Joanne's. I think that was their division of the online courses, if I'm not mistaken. You did YouTube, and we know that YouTube have lots of videos, lots of, you know, content. How did you stay focused without going to this person or that person or this YouTube channel, that YouTube channel? I mainly looked at what I needed in the moment. Whatever specifically I was working on in the moment, that's specifically what I targeted. Say I wanted to learn how to, how to do a sleeve. So I went on there and I looked and I would look at on how to do a sleeve. And the way it was kind of learning in parts, if that makes sense. But whatever specific item I wanted to focus on, then I would go and learn that specific item. So if I wanted to learn how to do a pocket on a, on a skirt, I went looked up and pocket how to install a pocket on a skirt. Which is very smart. You know, you did one thing at a time instead of trying to take on all the parts at at once and then never really getting around to doing so. That was very smart. And that's good advice for someone who's listening that wants to get into sewing. Learn one part at a time. So when you learn to do one part at a time, how long did it take you to get it down, at least the fundamentals down pat? I had it down within a good year. It took me a good year, to be honest. There was a lot of ups and downs, but it took me a good year to learn. And then afterwards, to start sewing for others, that was some, that's a whole another another undertaking. How did that opportunity come? Did someone reach out to you and say, hey, Jackie, can you sew something for me? Or did they see something that you wore and it, it started from there? What led you to your first client? I had a friend who liked the same style that I was into at the time and encouraged me and I said, well, hey, I'd buy one for me if you made it. Yeah, it just kind of went from there. I started looking into more, you know, more uh, complex items. I probably should have started with a more modern pattern, to be honest, rather than a vintage pattern, because the difference between sewing and, and then in those decades and versus sewing now, it was essential at the time. There wasn't as much clothing and the clothing that was available was, was expensive. There did have to be some knowledge of some type of dressmaking, even when it was just some minor mending. So you did have to have some kind of experience before undertaking a pattern uh, like a 1940s, a true 1940s pattern to really understand the directions at all. And there was modern patterns. How does that differ from the vintage patterns? So there is like, you know, some modern patterns will say like easy um, and there are some that are easy, but 
there still needs to be a little bit of like prior knowledge before undertaking one. And we're a more um, modern pattern nowadays, you actually get a tutorial attached with it, which is kind of nice. Not every pattern does, but it helps infinitesimally in to a, you know, a beginner sewer who is trying to learn how to make a dress with a relatively easier pattern and they can follow a tutorial. So where areas like a pattern from the 40s doesn't have that. Yeah, that makes sense. So you got your first client, which was your friend. What was that feeling like? You know, like, oh man, okay, someone's actually paying me to make them something. Were you excited? Were you nervous? Did you feel a little bit overwhelmed or were you second guessing yourself compared to how you were when you were just sewing in your spare time? I was kind of young and fearless. I really wasn't thinking about it, to be honest with you. I was just happy to be doing it. It wasn't really as to where now I'm a bit more cerebral about it. Okay. Now let's fast forward. So within nine years of, of sewing, what are some tips that you would have for someone who's a beginner or someone who's a beginner and wants to take their skills up a little bit? Like I mentioned, Crafty is a great, great resource. It's one of my favorite sites. I personally use it quite a bit. The classes never expire. I'm not, I'm not paid by them, but I just really like them. They really, uh, I found it to be really a great resource when I started. YouTube, again, was, is another, another great resource that had a lot to offer, which, you know, and what I guide myself with when I'm looking, and I hope this helps others, when I look at it, you know, I'm like one of those people, I look at the reviews, and then I also do kind of like a quick run through of it once, you know, before sitting there and, and watching it, you know, all the way through. So hopefully that helps when someone's trying to learn, because there's a lot of, lot of great beginners. So I would look at the percentages and look at the good versus the negative, because that, that will give you a good idea of uh, how, how well the class is received. Yeah, I just checked them out. So Craftsy, C-R-A-F-T-S-Y, it's a video subscription, mm-hmm. um, and it, it is actually owned by TM Marketing, and it was previously named Blueprint. It started off as Craftsy, and then for, because I've been with them for so long, I see the changes. Then I noticed that it went to Blueprint and then it went back to Craftsy just recently, not too long ago. Good to know. What would you say is the easiest thing for you to make? And what is the hardest thing for you to make? Skirts are pretty easy. I agree. And they're fun to make. Um, The hardest thing for me to make is not so much that it's hard. I would say it's just more the detail because it requires more time, detail to put in. A couple of the dresses that I have have that same amount of detail put in. So that would be where I would say would be the more the more difficult. It's not the actual dress making, but the actual embellishment. Is there anyone out here that inspires you to continue to challenge yourself, learn new things, take it up a notch? I believe her name is Mimi G on Instagram. I really like her. I've seen her for many years and I follow her and I find her to be really, really, she's also, uh, I believe, She's also, I'm not sure what the, what the heritage is offhand, so I don't want to misquote. She's also a person of color, I believe. She's also a Hispanic, I believe, also um, origin. And I find her to be really, really um, inspiring. She's done so much. You know, she started off on a show. She's, I've seen her patterns for years. And 
I was always curious to learn more about her. And I just found her to be such an inspiration to me in the beginning. And even now, I want to get into making shoes. And I've seen her start making shoes. And that's something kind of, it's inspiring me to want to make shoes. Oh, wow. So what kind of shoes you want to make, Jackie? I haven't started yet because I've been, I've just been so busy, but I, I want to, when I finally get a chance to, I want to make some flats. Okay. That's a good place to start. Yeah. But mm-hmm. And then go with the dresses that you make. And speaking of the dresses, I'm inspired that you take bed sheets and you do, and your videos are just so good. How did you like get really good with your videos? Because every time I look at your Instagram reels, first of all, you get thousands of people who view it and just love it. Okay. (laughs) Secondly, they are just so good. It's it's like an episode. Let's come back for more and see what her next dress is going to look like or what what design is it going to be? I, I sincerely appreciate that. That means a lot. I honestly, at the beginning, I was really embarrassed to to even do them, to be honest, because I'm a really shy person. So I'm not, I don't really go out a lot. I get really like anxious with crowds. <laughs> it was, it took me a lot first to even jump on camera. So I appreciate what you say. It means a lot that you even, that you even enjoy it at all. I always wonder, you know, if anybody like just enjoys it or finds it fun or enjoys my sense of humor. Because a lot of that's what that is. It's just, I'm transmitting my sense of humor there. They are so good. And it's, it's hard to believe that you don't, you know, think so. But then again, you, this is something that you do. So you are thinking in your mind, okay, I'm just being myself. I'm just putting it out there. Let's see what happens versus viewers. They think it's just cool. It's it's just great, you know, and I'm surprised. I'm sure you've had people that put in the comments, love the video, love the dress. This is so dope. Uh, to me, um, and I'm sorry, I just wanted to go back to Mimi is Latina, like myself. So just to correct that and, and back to the video, I'm just glad that you have fun like watching them. I, I learned so much doing them every time. And it, it's just to, to have people even enjoy them. It, it means a lot. It never ceases to amaze me that even people just even like it, period. Yeah, well, you have a fan for sure. What have you learned from doing videos? Because a lot of people struggle with doing videos. They feel like they don't like the way they sound or the way they look, or they don't think anyone's going to like the video. What are some things that you have learned by doing the videos that could help someone who's struggling with even? making the first video. I want to let them know that I I struggle with that too. I struggle with that still. Even before I put any content, I always want to, before I make any content, I always try to look at several things before even putting it out, before I press that post button. I want to make sure that it's family friendly or it's appropriate. I know that some of the dresses are a little bit lower cut, but you know, it's still, it's still appropriate. And I want to make sure that it's not offensive and that it makes people feel good, that it doesn't make them feel in any way unwanted, that there's a welcoming video and it feels relatable and it feels something that they could relate to just because that's the way I feel when I'm putting it out. You know, I want to make them feel good. I want to make them laugh if it's making me laugh. And so when you're going to put out your first video, 
think about that, how mm-hmm. it makes you feel. And also don't always be too concerned, but also how it might make others feel. So if it's going to make others feel good, it's going to make you feel good. But if you're in, you know, it's your intention with whatever video you're putting. That's good advice. That is, it's just a matter of being yourself. I always tell people start off with, if you don't want to do 60 seconds, start with 15 seconds, just introducing yourself and going from there. It's hard to do that. <laughs> it was, it's really hard. It's hard to come up with the words. That was really hard for me to even do. For the, I guess, introvert like myself, it's just that film a couple practice ones and have your friends and family look over and also have someone maybe like an acquaintance that you feel comfortable that will give you an honest opinion before you put it. I think that's because that's what also I do as well. You know, I, I have my family look at my videos before I post them and say, hey, do you feel like this is the message that I want to put out there? Do you feel like this is going to make folks laugh? You know, is it like it's making me laugh? So I always try to inspire creativity, kindness, sense of laughter. Yeah, that's a good idea too, you know, to have family and friends to uh, give you some feedback. And like you said there, it can be a challenge at times, but videos are the way to go. That's just what it is. And we just have to to adapt to, to the time. So we're in National Hispanic Heritage Month. It's inclusive of all Latinas from, from what I've read when I did my research on the, the Heritage Month. So National Hispanic Heritage Month started September 15th and it's through October 15th. And um, <laughs> you are uh, you are Latina heritage and the month is inclusive of Latina heritage. What does your heritage uh, mean to you has your heritage been in any of your sewing inspirations, your design influences? What are you doing doing National Heritage Month? So I always, uh, my sewing influences, I, my husband is from Mexico. I am from Costa Rica. I really love some, like the different style of dresses that they do. They do something with papel picado, and I'm a very crafty person, so I like doing stuff with my hands. Fortunately, I was born here, and so but my Spanish was my first language. My parents didn't speak English because they had just just come here. I literally, I think they were just here a month, and I was born right afterwards. So my, like I said, my first language was Spanish. So that's all I knew for the first five six years of my life until they started picking up English. So that being said, in my sewing, and like I was saying about Mexico and being crafty, they do something with papel picado, which is the Day of the Dead, and they do those beautiful, like, ornate paper banners. I love that the decorations, I find them so beautiful. For me, um, I've made several pieces inspired by that because I found it to be so amazing. I'm still trying to find the perfect inspiration to really bring what I feel, because I won't put anything out unless I feel good about it. I'm very critical that way. So I haven't found quite yet what I've seen and I've been looking around, but I really just want to feel what, what touches me from my country to really make a beautiful garment that I feel will be worthy. So for me, that can take a couple of years to really put something together to make it to where I feel that it's worthy 
to put out there. And I'm just very critical that way when it comes to specialty pieces like that. Yeah. And and that's something that's near and dear to your heart too. So to the heritage, I have my cuckoo. I'm in Southern California. So we have a huge, huge Hispanic population here. And my kids are half Mexican. So I honor their roots as well. How would you describe the creative culture in Costa Rica? Is, is, it, is it known to have craft culture or is it something different? Well, it's a, tourism, it's a country that's very rooted in tourism. So crafting is going to be a part of it regardless because it's such a, you know, it's a picturesque country and it's so rooted in uh, tourism. So any country that is very, very rooted in tourism, especially with the beaches like that, um, they're going to have some kind of artesanía, artisanal products that are going to come out of that, uh, which is I find really amazing. Um, when my uh, grandfather used to come from Costa Rica, he used to bring us some really amazing things that were handcrafted. And I actually still have some that I use. He brought me some keychains that he brought me in. He's, he's passed, been over 20 years, but I, those are things that I still have that have lasted, you know, over 20 years that it will tell you something that an artisanal product that you might buy, kind of a throwaway product that you're thinking about, but it has that sentimental value and it's lasted this long. So that gives you some, an idea to their craftsmanship. The value of handmade. I want to know what project would you like to do aside from the one that you just mentioned a few minutes ago? Is there a particular design or dress style that you would like to do within the next 12 months? So I'm always looking for my unicorn. So far this year, I don't think I've found it yet. I'm still on the hunt. You know, I look for inspiration almost daily. Sometimes I'm overwhelmed with inspiration. I've narrowed it down, but I just have to, it's now just actually putting it together. That's, That's part of it. So I haven't found it. I've narrowed down to so far three and now it's just kind of putting them together and seeing how I feel about after the process is uh, has a lot to do with it too in terms of your your process how long is it depending on inspiration there's an item that took me like four years it took me four years until I finally did you know found it made it correctly right the way that I you know to my appreciation and it, you know, it, and it finally took it, you know, it came together, but it really did take that long. And I'm patient, so I can wait because good things come. You know, you just got, sometimes you just have to wait a little bit. And what was the shortest process that you've ever had? Oh, it could be, it could be within a day. Okay. okay. If I have the materials, if I have the materials and I can put it together and I have the time, I can, it, it can be a, a, but if when once I'm focused and I and I have it and I need to do it, it's almost like something turns on in my brain and I have to do it until it's done. And once the switch turns on, it will be a matter of hours. And what is a goal that you want to accomplish within the next hmm, within the next eighteen months? It could be personal. It could be professional. I reached some of them to be honest with you. I wanted to be more confident on camera. I feel like I've come to a point where I don't know if I'd be confident with someone else filming me, but <laughs> I'm comfortable <laughs> in, in doing it myself. Being comfortable enough to to show my personality where it's it's really hard for people to sometimes how that will be received. So which one did you do first? You've been sewing for nine years. And then how long have you been creating content? 
And it's all your Only kind. Only a year and a half, to be honest with you. Okay, and it's all related to your your sewing projects, I assume. At the beginning, it was just make the item, put the picture, you know, so you folks like it, folks do not like it. And your following kind of gets to know you a little bit through comments. Is this really just what they see? I feel like now with the videos, people get to see a little bit more, like it's a little bit more personable. You know, if you if you feel like I, I always felt like I'm a little weird and I appreciate that people appreciate my weirdness mm-hmm. and laugh. They find it funny as I as I put it, you know, when I want it to be funny. And I noticed that you like bold and bright colors in your dresses. And 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 again, I think they're just so cute. You had did Thank one you. resembling of like a race car. And, you know, it was just a solid mm-hmm. with the with the race car print on the uh, collar. Have you gained attention in terms of like people reaching out to you to say, can you design something for this project or that project? Have you uh, have you done some worked on some cool projects where you collaborated with others or had some opportunities that came your way this year? You know, with the pandemic, not so much to be honest with you. I think this year I've been so focused on just uh, developing my content and just really understanding myself and how to do it. But I have been doing this for so long. I could tell you some of the projects I have done over the past. I did a project for uh, one of the Real Housewives. I made a costume for her. Um, Bravo needed a costume. I did an outfit for Kat Von D, uh, one of the guests at her wedding. She required an outfit, and I made an outfit for her for that. I make a... You don't see that as much on my Instagram, but I make uh, bunny costumes uh, very similar to the Playboy ones. I've been making those for for almost six years and those have uh, offered me a lot of opportunity. So I've met a lot of people through that. I've met several uh, playmates, really beautiful ladies. It's been a long, <laughs> a long ride. I met a lot. Uh, I work, you know, from both spectrums specifically because my, I guess my tastes are, are so varied. I really love spooky. I love, I love the Disney. I, you know, I'm obsessed with my Disney. I'm obsessed with the Beetlejuice. I love horror. Um, <laughs> So those are things that I'd love to like impart in the way that I make them. And, and it's afforded me to, to do some really, really cool things. Let's talk a little bit about the business side of it, because it's great to be creative. It's great to have a passion. But when it comes to the business and it has to be profitable, what were some challenges that you faced in your transition from doing this as a hobby to, you know, doing this on the business side of things? It's just like anything when you're not, you know, you understand yourself, right? So when you're buying a dress, you know, you know, your, you know, your size, you know, or if you're buying a pair of pants, let me, let me say that more specifically, you're buying a pair of jeans. We all struggle with jeans, right? But once mm-hmm. you know your size and you're right, you find that perfect pair of jeans, you know, you're going back for them every time. And dressmaking is a little bit like that, especially when you're making garments for others. You really have to understand yourself and your body first and then understand that that changes completely when you're making um, dresses for others. Everybody is not the same shape. Everyone, their bodies are different. So that's an, a, a knowledge or a grasp that will have to, it takes time to pick up because it is a very technical thing that, that is done. You know, dressmaking, it is very technical and it does require a lot of uh, numbers, especially, you know, when you're working with different proportions of every beautiful lady. 
for every beautiful person that wants an, uh, an item made. Did you position yourself to where people took you serious? Not to say that you're not serious, but usually in the craft space, you have some people that think crafts are not a real thing. So how did you position yourself in the beginning so that people would take you serious and know this is a business, her prices are her prices, and that's it? When it comes to that, you just have to believe in your product and you just have to be set and clear. As long as you're set and clear with everything, then there really isn't any any in between. And I learned that um, because I worked in retail for for um, many, many years. I also worked in banking. And so that taught me a lot. And what it taught me was to be very clear. And also um, I'm very uh, literal. So that's, that's why I, when I did my business or when I do my things, I do try to be very uh, black and white. So that way it makes it easier for the customer. And there's no, um, they're not left wondering or confused. Yeah, communication matters. It definitely does. Also, because we're in such a, an age where where um we're so used to seeing pictures that we don't read. I'm mm-hmm. I'm very guilty of that. We don't read. Communication is really really important, and that's why I I have to be as clear as possible because of that. Because I I understand that, and I understand and I understand that that's a thing that runs into so. Once I understood that, I will tell you, it took a good two years, like a good two to three years to really understand and hone that until I finally understood it and made that so that it could be very clear. And it helped. That way I've been able to, I guess, last as long as I've been doing this. So Jackie, do you have anything coming up like an event or a a live video or something that the audience um, should should know about? At the moment, no. I'm starting on working on uh, expanding a little bit with a uh, subscription, but I'm still putting out together. So I don't want to say a definite date to not get folks hopes up yet, but it will be coming. And once I post it, I'll post it on my social media. And do you have a website where uh, listeners who might be interested and, you know, just sign up and, and join the mailing list so that they can receive alerts for when the subscription enrollment opens up. You can you can follow me on my social media. I usually post all those updates on my stories. Or you can also sign up to my link tree. It's also on my social media. And it allows you to become a subscriber there. So you'll get updates as well. Okay. And what and what's your social media tag? Are you just on Instagram or are you on other social media channels? I'm also on TikTok. So those are the only two social medias I'm oh and um Facebook, but it's all the same name. So to make it easy, it's all um, at Vintage Inspired by Jackie. Okay, Vintage Inspired by Jackie on both TikTok and Instagram. So I will put that information in the description of today's episode. And that's the best way for listeners to connect with you and be be in the loop of what's going on. Well, Jackie, this has just been an amazing interview. I have learned a lot from you and I am inspired by the things that you have accomplished and the designs that you have made. And I wish you nothing but great success and, uh, you know, absolutely the best. 
I, I truly do mean that. I just wish you well further on down the line. I just, I just feel that it's bigger things that you are going to tap into. I don't know what it is, but I can, I can see it. Oh, I sincerely appreciate that. You know, honestly, to let anybody know, I am just so honored that anybody even watches what I do. Sorry, I get a little emotional. Oh, you can enjoy it. And you may even enjoy it, up. period. So, so for me, that's just, that's just amazing. So I'm a fan of all of you, to be honest. Yeah. So if I can say anything, that's what I'd like to say. I appreciate all the kind words that you said. And, and, and it's, a, it, it's a, you know, it's a really fun thing. I have made, met so many amazing people through what I do. I've made some, some great friends. I've established some wonderful relationships. I wouldn't have it any other way. That's one of the beautiful things about crafting. You do connect with other people and you never know the work that you do, how impactful or inspiring that it could be to, to other people. And you just never know what, where the doors may open, you know, but you, you have to be willing to take that first step to walk through the door. And, yeah. and for anyone that is, that is struggling and wants to, that is like me and is super shy and, and has, has trouble, just, just take that first step, record yourself, record yourself a couple of times, you know, delete them, record it again, delete it if you need to, and then save it. And then when you feel good about it, show your family, show your friends, you know, someone that you trust, take the opinions as they come, the good and the bad, learn from them, because you will learn a lot. Sometimes, sometimes in the criticism is hard to hear, but once you hear it and you're able to process it, it'll make you better. Yes, it will. And, and to add just, just a little bit. So when you give feedback, and I'm saying this because I used to take criticism a little bit more harsh, but you have to know the difference between constructive criticism and when someone is just totally trying to tear you down. When someone gives constructive criticism, it may not be something yeah. that we want to hear, but they're going to always offer a suggestion or a solution or ways to improve versus somebody that just tearing you down. They're just going to say only bad things and that's it. And you'll feel that energy and it will just be so yeah. much anger and hatred behind it. You know, when people give constructive a person that will do that and when they do that and that person that and do not let those people kill your creativity. I've had those people in my life. Don't let them kill your creativity. Don't no. don't for feel it for as long as you need to feel it. Feel it for the moment that you need to feel it. Cry, grieve like you need to, and then get back on the horse. And, and you know what? Get on that horse, but get on that horse angry. Don't kick the horse. But get on that horse angry, and you know what? And ride and make it better. Ride to your destination and get to that sunrise because it's there. I promise you. That's some good stuff. That is some good stuff. Well, listeners, thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Crafty Hands Club. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and share on social. Don't forget to tag at Crafty Hands Club Mag and use the hashtag CHC podcast. And that is in the description area 
of today's episode as well. So again, thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode. Come back next week.